1: listening to Fit and Fabulous with me, Dr. Orlina Kerrick, paediatric doctor turned weight loss coach. I help busy, ambitious mums overcome the frustration of not losing weight. I teach them to eat and live healthily, to look after themselves and feel fit and fabulous. If you want to lose weight by eating healthily, I invite you to sign up for my free roadmap. Three easy steps to weight loss for busy mums. Just go to my website, dralina.com, that's D R. O-R-L-E-N-A dot com, and you'll find it on the homepage and in the sidebar. If you're interested in working with me as a weight loss coach, you can find out more and book a chat by going to the coaching tab. I also have a healthy recipe service, My Kitchen Miracles, that I created for my clients and have now opened up for everyone healthy recipes that will support your weight loss goals and provide your family with healthy, tasty foods. You can find out more in the My Kitchen Miracles tab. Hello and welcome to Fit and Fabulous with me, Dr. Alina Kerrick. I hope you are feeling amazing today. I am feeling amazing. It is Friday morning here in Spain and I have just finished Tai Chi with my husband. We do it outside and I could hear the bees buzzing, the insects buzzing with a lovely, beautiful blue sky. So, this is the beginning of my new Friday routine and I'm loving it, loving it. And it gives me time to run home, have a coffee, and record a podcast for you. Today, I want to talk about breathing. Yes, breathing. Breathing is actually a really interesting part of our body. And as you may guess, quite useful. So I want you to imagine this scenario. Let me use an example of my children, because it's always easy to see other people's behaviour before we can see our own behaviour. So for example, my children do the washing up after dinner. Two boys age 11 and nine, you can see that they're very close in age. And guess what? They start going pick, 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 or teasing each other. And you can see that the tensions are getting higher and higher. And as a parent, I want to step in and help them calm down because they're getting just stressed and anxious. And one really useful tool that you can use is breathing. However, There's a big caveat. And that is if you try and teach your children or yourself to breathe at that particular moment, it's not going to work. So let's think of another example. It might be in our own lives. And the way we want to live our lives is we want to be happy and joyous all the time. And that's not how life is. Life is stressful and we react to different things and we see that our blood pressure gets higher and higher. So it might be anything that triggers you. It might be sitting in a traffic jam or waiting at the bank. This morning, my husband went to the bank because he tried to make a payment. It hadn't worked, but they're taking the money out of our account twice and the money hadn't got put back in. And you know, you're know, you trying to talk to the bank person and say, where's my money? And they're saying, hmm, it's not here and I can't do anything about it. These everyday pressures of life. And I could see my husband getting really, really stressed and not sorting out the problem, just getting more stressed and more stressed and more angry. And it's really easy, as I say, to see it in other people. It's less easy to see it in ourselves. We do see it in ourselves, but when we see it in ourselves, what we want to do is just go with that emotion, go with the anger, go with the I'm enjoying being miserable or angry or whatever it is. Now, I have done a couple of podcasts on letting go of anger. So if you haven't listened to those, go and listen to them. And they talk about this idea about how thoughts create emotions and emotions create actions. And then that goes round and round in a circle, which is really super interesting and work that I love doing on a personal level. I'm constantly looking at my own thoughts and also with my clients. But today, I specifically want to talk about breathing because breathing is a really useful tool for changing our emotions, for helping us to calm down. Now, going back to when my children are cross, and if I say to them, right, let's calm down, let's do some breathing, they just go, no, I am not breathing, (laughs) as if they're going to hold their breath and turn blue, which obviously they don't do. But my children are contrary, like all children. So the big thing about breathing is, It's not just breathing, clearly. It's deep breathing. And you need to start practicing your breathing, not in the heat of the moment, because in the heat of the moment, you just want to scream and shout and do all of those things. So you have to think about your breathing at other times when you're happy and enjoying life. So one thing I like to do with my children is as I walk them to school, we do early morning breathing. So we just breathe in, hold it for a bit and breathe out. And when I say we, I mean I. And I like to demonstrate this. I like to do it. I think it's a wonderful thing to do first thing in the morning. And I'm hoping that as I demonstrate it on a daily basis, one day my children will pick up this habit. But for right now, um, they don't do it. But that's fine. Like everything children learn by copying. And it's great for me to get into this practice of breathing. Before we go into different ways of learning breathing, I just want to take a step back and have a think about why breathing is so effective and why it's a really useful thing to do. And when I say breathing, I mean deep breathing. So if you think, first of all, about the physiology of breathing and our physiology is connected. So physiology is the way our bodies work and breathing and our heart rates are connected. And when we're stressed and running we, our heart rate is going fast, we're breathing quickly. And we are one of the few animals who can consciously control our breathing. We have something called the mammalian diving reflex so that you can think of all those mammals when they're diving underneath the water. Clearly, they want to be able to hold their breath. And as you hold your breath, your heart rate actually slows down. So we have this response that we can use as we consciously slow down our breathing, then we can slow down our heart rate too and as we breathe deeply actually what we do is open up our lungs so we have different lobes in our lungs and we have these ones at the top of our lo- of our lungs called apices and these are think of your lungs as like sponges these are little sponges that never get used unless you are running so when you're running and exercising or breathing deeply, you open up these. So we've got little extra bits of lungs that we can use. I guess it's a fabulous thing for that time when perhaps a tiger is round the corner and you have to run and that gives you this sort of extra burst of, okay, I can get more oxygen from here. So we can do that. We can open up our lungs. We can get much more oxygen inside of us and we can slow down our heart rate just by concentrating on breathing deeply. The second reason why breathing deeply is really important is it's a bit like meditation. So often when we're angry, we've got this emotion and our brain has gone on to automatic pilot. We're in I want to rip things apart mode. And our thinking part of our brain, our prefrontal cortex, is no longer in control. So we spend most of our life with our thinking brain in control and our mm, not thinking brain, our habit brain is really taking a back seat, except when big emotions take over. And then our more primitive parts of our brain just take over and our thinking brain stops. And one of the things that you can do is when you're breathing you can give yourself a brain hug, as um, Daniel Siegel says. So Daniel Siegel is a person who has written books about parenting and also about adults. And he has one called The Whole Brain Child. And he explains this mechanism, this phenomenon of how we have different parts of our brains. And basically, we let go of our, our thinking brain. And he talks about giving your child, your child giving themselves a brain hug. And it's just allowing yourself to calm down so that the rational parts of your brain can take over and you start to think, well, in the case of my children, oh, throwing this toy on the floor is not a good idea because it's going to break. So it allows us to just focus on something else. And this is the same mechanism that we use when we do meditation. Meditation is a really useful tool for calming ourselves down, for just generally having times through the day when we allow our blood pressure to come down, when we stop thinking all these thoughts that drive us crazy and just relax a little bit. And there are different ways of meditation. Again, there's a podcast on meditation. But one way is just to put your focus on your breathing. So two ways that breathing helps. Firstly, a physiological way in that it can, if you slow your breathing down, you can actually slow your heart rate down. And secondly, it helps you focus your brain on not being angry, giving yourself a brain hug. So breathing deeply is super beneficial. How can we incorporate this conscious awareness of breathing into our lives and make it fun? Because I'm all about making it fun. Well, firstly, there is just take a few moments each day to do some deep breathing. It doesn't have to be long, just two or three breaths a day, So you can work it into your routine. Think about when we spoke to Katie Lush and she talked about just working little bits of exercise into your day. So I do a leg lift when I brush my teeth. But you can always do a few deep breaths when you, for example, get into your car or when you park your car, when you're doing the washing up or whatever it is that you normally do. But once it's a habit, you'll just do it without thinking. So just doing some breathing is really super useful way of doing it. Now, the other thing is exercise. Now, all exercise to a certain extent will help you focus on your breathing. So if you're running, you are going to be breathing more deeply. As you run and get out of breath, you're opening up your apices, you're allowing your lungs to expand lots. And you will be breathing more quickly because you need to get that oxygen into your cells. There are some exercises which really focus on breathing a lot more than others. So, for example, swimming is a great one. If you are swimming and you're not using a snorkel, then you have to focus on your breathing. So as you swim, you're either holding your breath or breathing outwards, and then you can breathe in for a short period. So you do a short in-breath and then breathing outwards. And when I do my swimming training, we focus, we'll practice doing different ones. So breathing every stroke, which is super, super difficult. If you breathe every stroke, oh my goodness, I find it kind of impossible. Breathing every other stroke, breathing every three strokes, breathing every four strokes and seeing how long you can do it. So you're really focusing on your breathing. So swimming is a great one. Certain types of yoga as well will really focus on breathing. Not all types of yoga do, and obviously it depends on the teacher. When I was doing Ashtanga yoga, it is very much about breathing and really focusing on your breathing. And Tai Chi, to a certain extent, is another one that when you get advanced, you are focusing on your breathing. So we were doing a movement today in our Tai Chi class, and I asked him, well, if I'm breathing out here, how many breaths do I have to take before I get there? And he's like, oh no, ideally it would all be one breath. So he teaches it in such a way that we don't really focus on our breathing right at the front, but presumably as we get better at it, then the breathing comes in. So certain types of exercise will really help you focus on your breathing. And if it's something that interests you, I really recommend that you go and look for different classes. Now, Sometimes you can do breathing and be quite physically active, like swimming, or Ashtanga yoga is quite active. Sometimes you can do breathing and not be physically active or much less physically active. And both of them are different, have different benefits. So for example, I do another yoga, which is what I call a meditation yoga. And it's really quite relaxed and more about relaxing your body rather than movement the entire time. But there's a place for all of these things. Okay, let's just recap. Although breathing sounds like one of those obvious things that we do all the time, actually becoming aware of our breathing is a really super powerful tool that will help you become less stressed, reduce your stress levels and become more conscious and more aware. And it's a tool that I really recommend using when you're in those moments that you don't know what to do, when you're feeling nervous or anxious or angry. And as you work through this journey of getting from where you are now to where you want to be, which is really starts with self-awareness, and you can start seeing yourself, whatever your goal is. So say, for example, you want to lose weight, and you get to the realization that when you are anxious, you start eating. So the first step is awareness, and then the second step is to do something about it. And that something is breathing. And it just sounds... Like nothing. It sounds like, what do you mean, breathing? Of course, I'm breathing. I'm breathing all the time. But it's about really focusing on your breathing and going, I'm going to use this as a tool to center myself and understand what's going on rather than being swept away in this bundle of emotion and just acting out of a place of emotion. And the thing about breathing and conscious breathing is that we have to be, we have to practice it. It's not something that comes naturally to us. And so it's a fabulous tool, but you have to practice it away from, from the moment. And that can be super simple, just doing your breaths and making a point of doing some deep breathing, or you can do other things like exercising and meditation and yoga and different things like that. Okay, my friends, I hope that was useful. Have a lovely week and I will see you next week. Goodbye. listening to Fit and Fabulous, remember to sign up for the free handout, Three Easy Steps to Weight Loss for Busy Mums. If you enjoyed today's podcast, I'd be super grateful if you could help me grow my podcast by telling a friend about it. Have a lovely day and see you next week. Bye-bye.